0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard every Saturday and Sunday morning at 11 on Zoomer Radio.
1: The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Portugal Tourism.
0: From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway. Pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel
2: Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Well, I'm really excited about this week's show because I'm just back from visiting the destination that we're focusing on today, which is Portugal. I took advantage of a brand new service to Lisbon with TAP Portugal, the Portuguese airline, and had a wonderful time exploring the gracious city of Lisbon and the beautiful island of Madeira. I'm joined in the studio today by William Delgado, who is country manager for the Portuguese National Tourist Office here in Canada. Welcome back to the travel show, William. Good to be here, Chris. Thank you. Well, it's lovely to to have you back again. And this time, of course, I can tell you, I just had an amazing time in Portugal. And I was really struck by just how diverse the country is. And really, no wonder it's one of the most popular tourism destinations anywhere in the world. No, it is. And it has been, obviously,
3: for for a very long time. But... uh I think the the easiest way to describe it is uh, is, is what we like to call concentrated diversity. Uh, you're going to find in a somewhat smaller uh, territory, you're going to have everything from uh, history of Lisbon, you know, from the explorations and all the, when we started uh, setting out in the ships and, and discovering or rediscovering some of the unknown parts of the world. Do uh, you have the south of Portugal to the Algarve, which is a sun and sand destination. Sunseekers flock from all over the world there as well, but also other activities there as golf and tennis and going into the mountains. Uh, you then flip up, go up to the north uh, northern part of Portugal. You have the beautiful city of Porto. You have the wine lodges. You have the Douro wine region, one of the most dramatic and beautiful wine regions in the world. And then even hop on a plane and and, and go to some of our uh, outlying uh, areas. So we're talking, for example, uh, the Azores with nine wonderful islands there and all, all the wonderful activities and food and, and whale watching. And then uh, Madeira, which I know you were you were at and had a great time. And uh, what I like to call a floating garden, one of just most beautiful islands in the world. It's a relaxing, relaxing, lovely place to visit.
2: That's a great description of it—a floating island. I like that. We're going to be talking about more about Madeira later on the show for sure. But mo- most of these areas are four season destinations, aren't they?
3: Yes, that's something that uh, you know we're, re- we're really keen on, on getting the message uh, across. So. Um, Every part of Portugal can have uh, wonderful activities uh, with, you know, some very amenable weather, you know, the, all year round. So obviously, in the summer, the heat and, and and the sun and the sand and all the sports. But you're looking at uh, places like, as I said, Madeira, the floating uh, the floating garden, mm-hmm. and and that 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 has, uh, you know, temperatures of 15 or 16 to to 24 all year round. So up and down the country, you're looking at uh, at, at places and areas that uh, can receive and give you a wonderful time all year round. And particularly attractive, of
2: course, to Canadians in the depths of winter. Yes,
4: yes. Now,
3: the
2: new service with TAP Portugal makes it now very easy to get to Portugal too from Canada.
3: Yeah, so uh, TAP is... a uh Welcome back is what we're so happy to have them back, obviously, uh, in in this market. And as you know, we we are well served with uh, a number of other airlines, but uh, we're very excited with the entry uh, or re-entry of TAP. Uh, They're really investing in this market. They're going to be doing five flights a week uh, during the high season, down to three. And prob- or probably for during, uh, you know, during the slower months, as we like to so- sometimes call it. But basically, they're uh, they'll be offering a year round service with business class as well. So
2: very excited for that. Mm. And when you arrive in Lisbon, I was absolutely delighted to find out how quickly I was exploring the city. So um, let's just have a quick listen to my very first impressions when I arrived in Lisbon. Wow, does it look thriving and buzzing right now? I'm stepped off the plane uh, literally minutes ago. The airport is almost in downtown Lisbon. and a great flight with TAP from Toronto direct to, uh, to Lisbon. And I'm standing now in one of the great boulevards of the, uh, the capital. It's the Avenida Liberdade, and I'm looking up at the monumental statue of the Marquis de Pombal. He was the great aristocrat of the 18th century who really put back together the city of Lisbon after its destruction by earthquake and then by tidal wave and then by fire in 1755. I'm sitting under a palm trees and a blue sky and really just thinking how good it is to be back in Europe and in particular here in Portugal, in Lisbon, where I'm really looking forward to discovering more of the city in the next couple of days. Well, Will, I was uh, obviously walking for my uh, my first introduction to the city, but it's such an easy city to get around anyway, isn't it?
3: No, it absolutely is. And, and just going back really quickly to what you were mentioning of being uh, the Avenida de Libertad or Liberty Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, just walking down and 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 stopping, as you say, in the in those wonderful kiosks. If you noticed up yes. and down the whole avenue, there's a, you know every couple hundred meters there's a kiosk where you can have a nice drink, where you can have a, a quick bite, and just kind of sit in the shade. And to me, actually, that's how I always like to start my trips to Lisbon as well. I normally, stay if I'm lucky enough to be staying at a hotel, uh, you know, downtown, so to speak. Um, just kind of walk up and down, and I find it just so relaxing and 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 relaxing and invigorating at the same at the same yeah. time. Yeah,
2: and it's such a gracious introduction because uh, Lisbon is a gracious city. Yeah.
3: No, it's a beautiful. It's it's a beautiful city, and and, and it's a city, uh, as you've seen, that you know combines the best of uh, traditional, you know, history, historical architecture, uh, uh, you know, centuries-old buildings. But then you also see interspersed quite a lot of uh, young and attractive modern uh, architecture and buildings and and, and locations. So it's a
2: it's a, it's a very good mix in a in a very walkable city. Mm-hmm. Now I would love to get a perspective, an overview, if you like, yeah. of of the city, and I found one spectacularly beautiful place. Can you guess where it was? There are so many. In Lisbon. That's one of the uh, the interesting things there there is all the beautiful what
3: we call miradors that offer this beautiful panoramic view. Uh I know there's a beautiful near uh, the Castel saint São Jorge. Uh there's one in the Grassa and Bairro Alto and apart from that I know that we uh, we have some beautiful views from a couple of uh, different structures downtown including the uh, Rua Santa Augusta, Rua Augusta Arch and I think the elevator as well. So there's a number of beautiful places that you can get kind of a
2: one shot Look at Lisbon. And I chose one of those, and uh, you must uh, listen to my thoughts as I looked over the city for the first time. What an amazing view. I'm at the top of the Elevador de Santa Justa, and at the very top of this Elevador, which is like a giant outdoor, iron structured uh, elevator up into the sky there is a viewing platform which provides perhaps the greatest of the many great city panoramas here in Lisbon. It takes you from the Baixa district, the business district down below up into the Bairro Alto, the the amazing uh, uh, maelstrom of, of different narrow alleyways and streets that were largely unaffected with the great earthquake in 1755. So they're still very much the medieval streets and, and here up uh, in the uh, in the top part of Lisbon is well, there's great nightlife and cafes and cobblestone uh, alleyways. And up here too is the uh, Church of Sao Roque, which uh, is reputed to be the richest chapel in Christendom. With some amazing side chapels full of alabaster and lapis lazuli. But it's the view here at the top of the Elevador de Santa Justa, which is just stunning, looking across the city to one of the many hills on top of which sits the Castle of Saint. George, really, where it all began. This is this is where the Romans, the Visigoths, the Saracens, and the medieval Christians all had their citadel. And if you look straight down, well, you can see the uh, the reconstructed city that uh, the Marquis de uh, Pombal put together after the great earthquake. You look out in the other direction, you can see the uh, the Tagus going out into the Atlantic Ocean. Well, it's an amazing site there, and of course, there is going to be an opportunity later on this year, uh, Will, I know, um, for you to talk directly to, to people uh, who come to the Zuma shows uh, here in town. Yes, yes, we're uh,
3: looking forward to that in uh, in October, so uh, come and visit us. We're going to have a Portugal stand uh, where I'll be there, and we'll have some uh, general information on Portugal, but we'll also have some of our uh, key partners in the market, some of the key tour operators that, uh, that work with Portugal and sell Portugal. And, and they'll be there themselves, so you can meet them and uh, and just get a feel for uh, for Portugal and uh,
2: make some some good travel decisions right there. Absolutely, I come and meet and talk to you too. Perfect. Yes, so that's going to be the last weekend in October. And if you're planning a trip, I mean, in advance of that, perhaps, uh, what advice do you have for uh, for our listeners? I think, I mean, you know,
3: obviously, given the way technology is now, I think you know, do a little bit of research on your own, kind of see yeah. what what, depending on what kind of trip you want to do. Do you want to more relaxed? Do you want to you know, be moving around all the time. Uh, do you want to do some sports? All that. Uh, do a little bit there, but I, I'm still a, a little bit of a traditionalist. So I still say, you know, once you get a you know general overview as to what you might like to do, talk to some of the professionals uh, uh, here in the yeah. market that work with Portugal because it, it'll just make your life easier. You'll get you'll get better information. You'll get uh, probably better deals. And uh, you know, God forbid something you know goes wrong, be it having to miss a flight or, or or some issues you might need to take care of. When you have somebody on your side like that, you've it, got a it, safety net. It, it, have a bit of a safety net yeah. and, and, and things run well. And uh, most of the, uh, the, you know, the Canadian-based uh, tour operators and travel agents that specialize in Portugal also have great relationships with uh, uh, service providers and uh, destination management companies and incoming companies and hotels in Portugal. So they can all tell you their own little uh, advice and secrets as to where to go.
2: So yeah. I just think it gives it a much warmer feeling. They're the experts. A couple of websites to mention too. Visitportugal.com, of course, and flytap.com for the airline in the next part of the show we're going to continue our journey through portugal and i'll share some more moments from my time spent on location in lisbon you're listening to the chris robinson travel show
4: it's not easy defining missouri because it's more than a state it's a state of mind you can soar to a new high at the arch in st louis and get the blues at the national museum devoted to an art form that like every great kansas city barbecue has the right notes of smoke and sauce So we suggest you define your own Missouri, and visit MO.com, where diversity and affordability meet Cosmopolitan and Branson. Missouri, enjoy the show.
5: Today, you'll run farther, breathe deeper, and eat better. Today, you'll live life healthy. Healthy Planet believes you have the strength to make healthy choices, and they're here to help. With 16 locations and growing, Healthy Planet is your one-stop source for health food, supplements, sports nutrition, beauty products, and expert advice. Live life healthy. Get started at HealthyPlanetCanada.com. Official partner of your Toronto Raptors. One, two. Get ready for one of the most popular and successful musicals in recent memory, Forever Plaid, live August 24th to 31st at Niagara Falls View Casino. Forever Plaid is full of classic barbershop quartet harmonies, pitch-perfect melodies, and laugh-out-loud fun. Visit fallsviewcasinoresort.com for tickets. Don't miss Forever Plaid, live August 24th to 31st at Niagara Falls View Casino.
0: Watch for the 2017 Zoomer Radio
3: Summer Cruiser on the streets of Toronto in neighborhoods at concerts, festivals, and special events. Stop by and meet Carly Saggy. She'll be reporting live and handing out
0: free samples all summer long. Get your free Zoomer Radio limited edition collector keychain when you sign up for the free Zoomer Radio fan club. The 2017
5: Zoomer Radio Summer Cruiser, sponsored by Healthy Planet and Natural Calm. This month, Acura is offering a $4,500 cash rebate on select 2017 MDX models. It just felt right to match a powerful SUV with a powerful offer. This is Acura's Summer of Performance. And right now, you can lease the 2017 MDX from 508 monthly at 1.9% for 48 months or get a $4,500 cash rebate on other select MDX models. Visit AcuraGTA.ca or see your local Acura GTA dealer for a test drive. Acura. Precision. Crafted. Performance. You have a dentist, you have a doctor,
0: but do you have a pharmacist? A caring, dedicated pharmacist is a vital member of your healthcare team, and you'll find yours at your neighborhood pharmacy. Your pharmacy pharmacist takes pride in providing quality care and always has time to discuss your medications and your health and wellness. Your pharmacist is waiting to meet
1: you at Pharmacy.
5: Live well with Pharmacy.
1: The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Portugal Tourism.
0: He's been there, done that, and wants to go back. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel
2: Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. I've just returned from Lisbon, and it is the most wonderful city. Those narrow, cobblestone streets of the old city wind past dozens of quaint shops and cosy little restaurants and traditional Fado music clubs. It was from Lisbon that brave men set out on voyages into the unknown in the 15th and 16th centuries, and you can learn about larger-than-life characters like Henry the Navigator and Vasco da Gama. And the buildings are stunning. The Gothic Tower built to guard the entrance to Lisbon Harbour is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, as is the gorgeous early Portuguese architecture of the Jerónimos Monastery. I'm with William Delgado, country manager for the Portuguese National Tourist Office. And on my Lisbon trip, well, it was a thrill to follow in the footsteps of the great Portuguese explorers. There's a real connection between the the Portuguese people and the sea, isn't there?
3: No, absolutely. Uh, I think our soul comes from the sea. And and being perched on the western edge of uh, the European continent, uh, we always had our sites set firmly on the ocean, and that's how we could expand and grow. And
2: so our spirit is that is, it's ocean faring. Yeah. And there's a good connection uh, to from that to to the Belém Tower, which is perhaps the the most iconic building in in all of Lisbon.
3: Yeah, it's very beautiful, uh, but uh, that but also very practical. You know, when it, when when it was built, it was part commemorative, but it was also partly uh, a military uh, yeah, to, to protect sure. to, to protect the entrance of uh, of the harbor. And what uh, a lot of people don't know is that uh, there was a second one. Um, kind of in the middle of the river that then ended up, uh, you know, being, being destroyed. It was much more difficult to have to, to maintain it out I there, but the, that. there were two of them, and, and they were slightly offside so that, uh, uh, offset so that, um, you know, if need be, if somebody was trying to come in and they weren't welcome,
2: uh, you know, th- that's how they would defend the, the mouth of the river, so to speak, as we call it. Well, well, a lovely sight. Let's listen yep. to, uh, to my uh, thoughts on my visit to Belém Tower. This tower is not only a beautiful piece of architecture, glowing as it is right now in the late uh, afternoon sun, but it is also emblematic of the great navigators of Portugal as they set off in the 1400s and the 1500s over the horizon into the Atlantic Ocean, into the great unknown. And here the, the townsfolk, the families would wave their last goodbyes as those little tiny caravels, these little ships that made the great voyages of discoveries sailed away into the complete unknown. A beautiful afternoon, if a little windy, as you could tell, Will. But uh, before we leave Lisbon, I also wanted to talk about the cuisine uh, in Lisbon because we had some fabulous meals there. Wonderful, wonderful food. Wonderful city for food. And all kinds of food. So you have the traditional
3: restaurants serving, you know, centuries-old, you know, Portuguese uh, family classics. You have the small little wine bars. You have the the little petisco places are the the Portuguese version of tapas. Then you have Michelin-starred restaurants, you know, two or three doors down, some of the best chefs in Europe uh, with exciting, you know, modern concepts. So basically, depending on what your appetite is for the day, you'll find it in Lisbon. Mm. And so much to see in Lisbon, of course, but also around Lisbon. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and just, uh, you know, a short little train ride. If one, to take public transportation outside of Lisbon, you have the, you know, the, the Estoril coast, you have the, all along the river going towards a number of little towns passing by. Then you get to Estoril, you get to Cascais, and uh, there's a number of different uh areas that you can go visit really close to Lisbon, but already offering uh, feels like you're way outside of a large city uh, and going to the beach. And you can't believe that you're only 20 minutes away from downtown Lisbon.
2: Yeah, it, it's so true. I had the opportunity to, to travel that coast westwards from, from Lisbon. Um, and of course, it, this is a coast that's been popular with Europe's royal families over the centuries. So let's just hear a little bit from my, uh, from my trip there. Today... We've travelled for 30 kilometres west of Lisbon, out towards the Atlantic, along what's called the Costa do Sol, or Portugal's Riviera, or even the Costa dos Reis, which is the King's Coast. And here is a string of beach resorts. It's the playground, or was the playground, certainly, of Europe's royalty, with some of the crown princes from Spain, Italy and Romania and more taking up residence here. First of all, you come to Estoril, where the Great Palacio Hotel is famous for putting up with much of Europe's ex-royalty. Indeed, some of them, it's uh, rumoured, used to pay their hotel bills in jewels from their collection rather than in hard cash. Here in Estoril, too, is a grand casino and many golf courses. Next along the coast is Cascais, uh, an old fishing village, and the uh, the boats are still in the harbour here. And indeed. Uh, there is a rumor that uh, a certain gentleman called Afonso Sanchez actually sailed out into the Atlantic and discovered America 10 years before Columbus. Now it is the abode of artists and writers and many people seeking the sun and glorious beaches. A beautiful piece of coastland, but then there is an even more beautiful and spectacular piece of coast. Three hours' drive to the south, or oh, an hour's flight, and it's called the Algarve, Will.
3: Yes, the Algarve, the famous Algarve. Uh year-round sunshine beautiful beaches uh, spectacular scenery Uh, you're talking about uh, little quaint fishing villages um, mixed in with walled historic centers there's uh, spectacular rock formations Tons of things
2: to do, tons of things to see. Beautiful place to go and spend some time. And becoming more and more popular with Canadians as we discover the fact that this this beautiful little corner of Europe is there and is so wonderful. Of course, in our winter.
3: No, absolutely, and uh, obviously, the you know the weather helps. Uh, the weather. It helps. It's as I say, the, the Algarve has uh, some of the highest recorded days of uh, of, su- of sunshine in Europe, almost like th- over three hundred days mm-hmm. on average of sunshine. So how does how good does that feel when we're sitting here in our in our <laughs> minus twenty? Or minus 20. So, and, and again, just uh, a lot of opportunities to, to go and relax, to do, uh, you know, if you want to just uh, do the long stays, do, you know, 18 to 25 days of just relaxing in, in one or two locations and, and, and taking in all the wonderful uh,
2: experiences you can do down in Calgary. And that's what I'm hearing more and more from, from people in the in the travel industry, is, is that Canadians are discovering that this is a great place, not just for that one week or two weeks vacation, but for multiple weeks in the winter. No, it is. Um, when
3: you're staying for four, five, six weeks weeks sometimes at a time. You, you want to be in a place that has a bit more activities and a bit more culture. So, yes, there's the sunshine, there's the golf, there's the sports, but you also a place like uh, like the Algarve also has beautiful mountains. It has as I said the small quaint traditional fishing villages, it has the mountain villages where you can go in and eat really nice. traditional food and 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 do some uh, some hiking and and bird watching and 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 mountain climbing kind of things. Like so it's just a whole different experience and that really makes, you know, the time go by a little quicker as opposed to just being uh, you know, near the sun and sand, which I love to do, but maybe for 5 or 6 weeks. So I want to do a bit more. And, yeah. uh, and the Algarve offers that. As, I, as you mentioned, you're only three hours if you want to just pop up to Lisbon. There's the Alentejo just north of uh, of the Algarve with all the wonderful history and food and wines and, 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 and beautiful little towns to go visit. And the cork trees. And the cork Stretch trees. For, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and listen, I'm, uh, you know, in... I know I'm here talking about Portugal, but even if you're if you're in the Algarve, do a short little hop over to Spain. You have uh, you have mm-hmm. Andalusia, you have the uh, beautiful city of Seville, you have mm-hmm. a little bit farther off uh, Gibraltar. So, Algarve gives you a good base to just have a wonderful five to six weeks of just exploring all that
2: Iberian. And it could be as cheap to uh, to spend five or six weeks there as, as to stay at home in winter. This is the most marvellous thing. And eating out, of course, is huge value. From the simple sardines on the beach, fresh sardines on the beach, to, as you say, some of the Michelin-starred restaurants. Yeah, no, and... I don't know how they do it sometimes, but I, I tell you, I see some spectacular deals out there
3: from some of our partners offering, uh, as a, you know, the 22, 28-day stays uh, for a t- tremendously low amount of money and wonderful hotels. So this obviously is a bit of the quieter season in the Algarve, but you're still talking about four- and five-star properties uh, with wonderful restaurants, with all the, all the activities all the trips so I think it's just a
2: spectacular deal a spectacular way to go and spend some time and for frustrated golfers here in the winter when the courses are under snow well we don't really need to tell them because the Algarve's golf courses are world famous absolutely um, you know by far one of the world's best golf
3: destinations uh, not only in terms of quantity but quality we have some of the best uh, designed courses in the world with some of the famous you know some of the most famous uh, ar- architects uh, there's three or four key regions that that have all kinds of courses for all kinds of playing levels and abilities so you have Villa Mora with its 10 or 11 courses you have <laughs> oh, wow. Valdu Lobo you have Quinta do Lago uh, you have beautiful golf courses in a, in the Ria Formosa which is that uh, beautiful uh, kind of protected marshland so it's a, it's one of the world's most ecologically uh, sustainable you know non impactful golf courses so that's just a tremendous you know 18 holes of of, of nature and and culture and 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 golf all, all rolled into one. So basically, you know, there's a lot of, uh, lot of different options and tons of uh, practice ranges, year-round golf pros there. So I think if you want to get uh, the little golf thing out of your system, go to, go to the Algarve. <laughs> it's a great place and, to go. And, and, and eat well while you're doing it. how so. yes, I say it.
2: Well, the Algarve now, of course, is even more accessible, thanks to Tap Portugal's direct flights to Lisbon with onward connections to, uh, to fabulous destinations like Porto in the north, but also Faro in the Algarve in the south. And you can go to flytap.com for all those details. And, uh, of course, William, you have a website for, for Portugal as a whole too, don't you? Yes, yes. So visit uh, visitportugal.com. So visitportugal.com. Yes. And also to help you uh, research your trip, you'll find lots of information at, to my website, which is chrisrobinsontravelshow.com. And we're going to continue after the break on our journey to explore. And we're going to travel beyond the shores of mainland Portugal to a little-known treasure out in the Atlantic Ocean. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show.
4: It's not easy defining Missouri because it's more than a state. It's a state of mind. You can soar to a new high at the Arch in St. Louis and get the blues at the National Museum devoted to an art form that, like every great Kansas City barbecue, has the right notes of smoke and sauce. So we suggest you define your own Missouri and visit MO.com, where diversity and affordability meet Cosmopolitan and Branson. Missouri. Enjoy the show. If you're retired or a stay-at-home mom or dad who enjoys children, First Student invites you to consider becoming a steady, part-time school bus driver for September. Professional experience is not required, and free training classes are being scheduled right now. Contact First Student or apply online today at firstgroupcareers.com. That's firstgroupcareers.com. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. hey, hey.
5: It's a new, new First Student.
4: With more of our devices connecting at once, your internet speed could really use a boost. That's why Rogers is giving you Ignite Gigabit, our fastest speed for an extended test drive. <laughs> Switch to Ignite 150 Unlimited Internet with Select TV, and Rogers will upgrade your max speed from 150 to 1,000 megabits per second until January 2018. Limited time offer. Call one TriA8 rogers one or visit a store today. Thanks again for eating at Swiss Chalet. Here's your bill.
5: Honey, stop salivating over their dinner. They're having the exact same meal we just had. Two quarter chickens, a shareable appetizer, and two drinks.
4: I know, and it was delicious, but it's the price I'm salivating over.
5: Two can dine for $25 every
0: day when you show your CARP card at participating Swiss Chalet restaurants across Canada. Visit carp.ca forward slash Swiss Chalet to start saving today.
4: You're 50-plus, plus meaning over 50, plus wiser, plus more frugal, plus you care about security and certainty. Why not then switch your home and auto insurance to the McLennan Group to plans tailored to 50-plus? And there's no plus to the price, just the opposite, discounts for CARP members and a one-year CARP membership when you get a McLennan Group quote at carpinsurance.ca. The McLennan Group Insurance, Inc., recommended by CARP. And another plus to being 50-plus. Why let a mobility issue limit your summer fun? Live a more independent life with Flamin Fitness and their big mobility scooter sale. Payments start as low as $55 per month OAC. Now get $600 off the E Travel Scooter, the lightweight mobility scooter that folds easily to fit in your car. Or the Zumi three-wheel recreational scooter designed for indoor-outdoor use. You'll save $400. Test ride today at your local Flamin Fitness store or go online at
1: flaminfitness.com. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Portugal Tourism.
0: Seeing the world through your radio. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show
2: on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to The Chris Robinson Travel Show and clamber aboard for our next stop on our tour of Portugal's holiday hotspots. Our knowledgeable guide on our journey through Portugal today is William Delgado from the Portuguese National Tourist Office. And William, one of the great things about flying from Canada to Lisbon aboard TAP are the really great deals they offer for adding on some of the other parts of the country, whether it's Porto in the north or the beaches of the Algarve in the south, or of particular interest to me after my recent trip there, the magical island of Madeira out in the Atlantic.
3: Yes, lovely, lovely island, uh, Madeira. Is just a spectacular island to visit. And yes, and going back to your point, uh, now Tap has made it really easy, really affordable, and really convenient to uh, get yourself over from Canada, do a bit of a quick turnaround in Lisbon. There's uh, two Madeira. Yes, there's uh, you know, setting six or seven flights uh, daily. And so, they're just ninety yeah, minutes to ninety it's minutes, nothing. and it's and and it's a it's a and it's a lovely flying into Madeira. I don't know if you had the this opportunity is to see it. It, yes. it, is quite, it is quite the view. It gives you a little white knuckles sometimes, but it is, it is a spectacular. One of, the most, uh, one of the most spectacular, I think, approaches into, uh, into an airport in the world.
2: I, I absolutely yeah. concur. <laughs> it is, it's incredible. And of course, you're landing really, as you described it, on a floating garden. Absolutely, it's a small island. Uh, in, you know,
3: wonderful lush vegetation, mountains, and uh, yeah, not that much space. So and so, it is as I say, quite dramatic and uh, and, and breathtaking at times. And in perpetual
2: springtime, too.
3: Yes, uh, weather never varies. You know, I think it's uh, you know a low of fifteen to a high of twenty-five, more or less around there. So you're looking at spring-type weather all year
2: round, which makes it, again, a wonderful all-year-round destination. Mm. And nature is all around you in Madeira. My first activity when I arrived there was to get out on the water to look for the dolphins and whales, so let's take a listen to that. There, in an exciting uh, tour by Zodiac, we saw several pods of of dolphins frolicking in the ocean, which is lovely. We saw loggerhead turtles uh, also cruising by our, our little boat. But perhaps even more stunning of all was the the cliffside coastline of this uh, south side of the island. Really just remarkable. The tallest cliffs in Europe are right here, and I'm standing below them as I speak. Cabal Jurao, almost 2,000 feet, straight down from the heights down to the ocean. And I'm standing, actually, on a volcanic pebble beach, just glorious, almost nobody on this beach whatsoever. The waves are crashing in. And immediately before the cliffs start are some terraces that have been here since the island was colonised in the 1400s. And the the Jesuits came here. They established, in fact, the very first vines on the island, and this is where wines are still produced. Until recently, the only way to this little spot of Eden was by boat because the cliffs are so precipitous. Now there's a little cable car that whisks uh, you down this amazing cliff face in just two and a half minutes. And even better, at the bottom here uh, is a restaurant that serves the local fish delicacies, especially espada fish. I've just had espada served with bananas and with mangoes. Well, after those wonderful cliffs, I was fortunate enough to meet up with the leader of Madeira Tourism to get some more advice on what to see and do on this magical island. Roberto, I don't know where to start here, but I think we should actually start perhaps by describing exactly where we are. Yes, we are on, the, on
1: Ritz-Belmont Hotel, who is a, a mighty uh, hotel in Madeira, and it's part of the, the culture of, of the tourism of Madeira.
2: We're here at night, I should add, so the lights are strung out over the mountainside. For such a small island, it's such a diverse island, and, and that goes for the activities as well. You can be whale-watching in the morning, and then up in the mountains trekking along the levadas. Now, you have to explain to our listeners what levadas are all about.
1: They exist from so many centuries ago. They are made to bring the, the water to the south, to the, uh, the north of the, the island or to the centre. So it was the, built by the people by hand. We have more or less 2,000 uh, kilometres of levada walks. And I normally say that it's like a natural spa because you can see birds, you can hear the water coming to the, the channel. You can mm. see the forest.
2: It is like walking through an extended botanical garden, it's high it. up in the mountains with amazing views. And the
1: views, the views, yes.
2: And, and you can also sometimes even go through tunnels through the mountains. And this yes. is something everyone, that everyone can do. This is not just for hardened hikers. This is, there are moderate ones, there's easy ones, yes, and we, there's challenging ones. Yes. Well, my Levada hike was probably the thing that I enjoyed most of all my time in Madeira. So I brought back some sounds from that walk to share. I've taken up Roberto's excellent suggestion of walking one of Madeira's levadas, their water channels in the mountains. And I've come to the Verada dos Balcos, which is one of the easiest of all the levada walks. It's uh, just a 40-minute stroll uh, at about 3,000 feet up in the mountains from the the little village of Ribero Frio uh, up in the hills. And it is exactly as he said. It is like a walk in a natural wonderland. The woods here are full of birdsong. The path meanders around the contours of the mountain and cuts through little spurs in the hills. And it's all beside the gurgling stream, as you can probably hear in the background, uh, which is the lavada, the the little water channel that is taking water from the uh, north of the island to the south of the island. The walk is in forest shade. There is bird life and birdsong everywhere. And more than anything else, perhaps, and perhaps most unexpectedly, up in the mountains are amazing flowers almost around every corner, The walk has actually taken me to the Balkosh, which is, in fact, a viewpoint hanging in space over the deep canyons and mountain spurs. And today, although it's brilliant sunshine higher up in the mountain and also on the south side of the island, the north side is wreathed in mist and writhing clouds. So it's as though I'm floating in space. Well, a million miles away, but only just a few moments in time, is the capital city of Madeira, Funchal, and that's a lovely place to explore. Again, so easy to explore by foot. Yeah, a very, very charming city, very small, very, very compact, as you say,
3: very, very walkable. Uh, some. Beautiful uh, architecture as well, some uh, iconic hotels, and we've we've heard them, you know yeah. talking. For example, my favorite hotel, in probably the whole world reads reads, yeah. And uh, you know, having a, a wonderful gin and tonic at sunset is, is something to you know to not be missed. There's so much to see. The wonderful restaurants. Uh, you mentioned the espetadas, the traditional, the, the black swordfish, the yes. famous dish of of, of Madeira, uh, all the fruits, and the famous uh, Madeira wine, uh, some of the oldest uh, you know most famous wine in the world, being produced since the uh, early Seventeenth century, so you can still go visit some old lodges there, and
2: we went. We and went to Blandis, and we went you can Blandes still buy nineteen and... twenties Madeira. Wow. So that's you know that's
3: almost a young wine for Madeira. Yeah. Madeira some of the you know some of them. We won't get into much of wine now, but it's it's some of the best wine in the world, and some of the wine that that lasts the longest. So it just literally gets better with age, and things that destroy other wines, for example, oxidisation in air, just makes Madeira wine even more spectacular. So uh, yeah.
2: you could easily find wines that are over hundred years old and still accessible and drinkable. So. And you'll not be surprised because you know me, first. Really well, William, that I also had to do the iconic activity in Funchal, which was the ah. uh, the wicker sledge journey yes. <laughs> over over the uh, the streets, the steeply sloping streets down towards the, the, the nice harbor. walk up and then the quick descent. Oh yeah, <laughs> L- listen to just a moment or two from that journey as I try to record something of my uh, my journey. We're in uh, Monte, uh, high above Funchal, in a wicker sled, gliding down a wicked slope. At a fair rate of knots. Well, that was quite the adrenaline rush. And, of course, the, the great thing now is the new tap service from Canada makes Madeira so accessible.
3: Yes, uh, makes all of Portugal so accessible so as you say a very comfortable uh, flight over to Lisbon and then Lisbon to, you know, the modern airport now all the convenience is a great connector and get you to all the other key areas of Portugal uh, both on the continent and uh, Madeira and the Azores
2: And well. the Azores too yes, which we shouldn't forget Well there's lots more to discover on this delightful island hideaway of Portugal and we're going to be doing so in the next part of the show Do check out visitmadeira.pt that's their website and for all of Portugal Portugal, go to visitportugal.com. visitportugal.com Stay close, when we come back, I'm gonna be flying high on a tap Portugal plane that, well, it looks as though it's come through a time warp. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show.
4: It's not easy defining Missouri because it's more than a state. It's a state of mind. You can soar to a new high at the Arch in St. Louis and get the blues at the National Museum devoted to an art form that, like every great Kansas City barbecue, has the right notes of smoke and sauce. So we suggest you define your own Missouri and visit mo.com, where diversity and affordability meet Cosmopolitan and Branson. Missouri. Enjoy the show.
0: Turco Persian Rug Company is celebrating over a century of dedicated customer service and competitive pricing. I'm Jessica Kasparian, president of Turco Persian. I'm proud to carry on the tradition that we started in 1906. If you have area rugs, wall-to-wall carpet, or furniture to clean, who else can offer over a century of excellence? Still located at 452 Richmond Street East, where there's always free parking. Visit turcopersian.com or call 416-366-0707. Turco Persian Rug Company, unbeatable since 1906.
5: 564,000 Canadians are living with Alzheimer's disease and other dementias. That's the population of Windsor, Richmond Hill and Oakville combined. People who are more than numbers. Their mothers, fathers, sisters and brothers. Go to morethannumbers.ca now and donate to the Alzheimer's Society of Ontario because the only way to stop Alzheimer's is with a cure. Learn more and donate online at morethenumbers.ca One of America's all-time living legends Live in Concert Paul Anka Friday and Saturday September 1st and 2nd at Casino Rama Resort Paul Anka celebrating 60 years of hits his way Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. Must be 19 years or older. Casino Rammer Resort. Welcome to the great indoors.
0: Thousands of air conditioners will break this summer. Don't let yours be one. Get a select new air conditioner with no monthly payments and interest for 18 months from Reliance Home Comfort. Plus, with our industry-leading service, you can get next-day installation or we'll give you $500. Guaranteed. Avoid a costly breakdown. Visit RelianceHomeComfort.com and make no monthly payments and interest for 18 months. At Reliance, we're not comfortable until you are. Conditions apply. Interest accrues 18 months from installation date, OAC. Choose your future instead of stumbling into it. That is what a financial plan can do for you.
5: Janice Honeyman, Portfolio Manager, Mackey Research Capital.
0: The biggest concern of baby boomers is running out of money in retirement. A financial plan provides both of us with focus, discipline, and a clear roadmap. Let's make your money last with a plan that's right for you. Go to JaniceHoneyman.com to find out
1: why my clients enjoy working with me.
5: To meet with Janice, call 416-860-7781.
1: The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Portugal Tourism.
0: Crossing oceans and borders with no passport required. You're listening to The Chris
2: Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to The Travel Show, where this week I'm reporting back from my trip to Lisbon and Madeira. So it's appropriate that I'm in the company of a man who champions travel to Portugal from Canada, and that's William Delgado. William, I'm so pleased that you facilitated my trip earlier this month to this great country of yours, and your suggestions of pairing the well-known destination of Lisbon with a much less well-known island paradise of Madeira was really an excellent one.
3: No, I think it's just a natural fit. I think it was important f- for you and your uh, and, and and your listeners to to feel Madeira, to to see something a bit different. Uh, it, I know you'd been there, as you would mentioned,
2: many, so many years, years ago. ago. So uh, <laughs> so
3: much has changed, but yet. A lot still hasn't changed, and I think yeah. that that is the charm of Madeira.
2: And that one thing one thing it's, that it's, hasn't changed is the landscape, of course. No,
3: no, it's both it's both it's both modern, timely, but timeless. Yes. I find that it still continues to to bring you in, and you know some of the charms that attracted you know the first uh, tourists back in the early eighteen hundreds mm-hmm. uh, still exists.
2: Yeah, and one of the most dramatic parts of the island uh, are the high peaks. And uh, I was privileged to be able to to get to uh, the top of one of those by the easy way, I have to say. Listen, uh, listen to what I found. I'm at 6,000 feet up on the third highest peak in the whole of Madeira. And we've driven all the way here in a four-wheel drive Jeep safari. Ascending through the Lorisilva forest, which is so unique uh, to, to the island of Madeira, uh, through the pine forests in the higher regions, and then into the high mountain scrub, and the amazing mountain tops themselves come into view. Here at the very summit, there are trails to views right over the north of the island and the south of the island, both of the coasts, plus the great mountainous interior, including the highest peak of all, Pico Rivo. There's dramatic volcanic landforms of basalt and ash in every direction and plunging ravines filled on the north side with gyrating clouds. And here on the summit itself, the wind whistles and I really do feel like I'm the king of the world atop of Madeira. Well, from the, the top of the world, William, um, coming back down here to the studio, it's easy to see why Portugal is such a fine choice for winter vacations and why Canadian snowbirds in particular are finding that longer stay vacations in Madeira and the Algarve region are excellent value for money. And that's because it's, of course, low season. A tremendous value for money. And, and when we say low season,
3: uh, there's still tons of activities to do. The weather is still awesome so basically it just gives an opportunity for Canadians to kind of sneak out of here when it's really you know cold and damp and wet and snowy and going somewhere warm and just enjoying for a couple of weeks and there's so much offer there in terms of uh and choices here offered by some of our Canadian partners that are putting together these wonderful packages so you can choose you know the locations. so you've mentioned obviously the Algarve uh, that everyone knows uh, Madeira. uh Lisbon Coast as well. We've talked a little bit about Estoril and Cascais, so a lot of wonderful little uh, hotels and villas and uh, self-catering apartments. There's all kinds of different options that you can choose in terms of duration, location, and what type of accommodation. What do you like to do? Do you want to stay in a a hotel? Do you like all those amenities? Do you want to be a little bit more independent and maybe rent your own villa and go with a couple of uh, couples and other friends or some family? Or do the smaller part hotels where you do, uh, you know, you still do the shopping and the cooking
2: and, and uh, then go exploring. So there's a tremendous amount of choice. Absolutely. And visiting all of these different parts of this wonderful country has been made so much easier by the return of TAP Portugal flights between Toronto and Lisbon. In fact, I was actually privileged to fly back from my trip on a very special flight. Take a listen to this. At the airport, I've met up with Abelio Martins, who is senior vice president at TAP Portugal. Now, Abilio, tell me what to expect on this one-off retro flight.
6: Well, this is uh, what you have uh, the experience to our passengers in the time machine, what happened in our flights. 30 years ago, and in 72 or more than that. So, that's the idea we want to, to get that experience when regarding the the food, regarding the contents, regarding the amenity kits, regarding the music, the movies, regarding well, all of that, you know, when, when you see all your sense or you can smell or you can taste or you can see, get that experience and be excited about that and remember and get all the good memories to flying when you as a child, or with your grandfathers, or with your fathers, or you when you're more young, and and I believe that is amazing because we are creating an atmosphere, and we have a lot of partners. You know, they they choose the different, they get the brands from that time. Even a newspaper, we'll have the, the cover, the front page in with the news from that time. <laughs> so this and is going to be flight attendants and the pilots. will get you know all the uniforms at that time, and of course the plane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is going to be a flight back in time as well as uh, back to, uh, to to Canada, and
6: yes. of course it's in celebration of a very special return, isn't it? Yes, very special return because you know this uh, we 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 used to flew uh, Canada, uh, now we are flying Toronto. I hope next month we can, next year we can. And now something about Montreal and more flights in, in in Canada, and also in North America, and we create a program, an amazing program called Portugal Stopover, because if you want to fly to our own destinations like Madeira, like Azores, like Algarve, you can stay for one, two, or three days in Lisbon. It is a free stopover. Thank you so much, Amelia, for your your time. And uh, now I've got to run. I've apparently got a flight to catch. Great, have a nice flight, but in Portugal Telecom you are in safe hands.
2: <laughs> well, this retro flight was a loving recreation of flying as it used to be in the golden age of travel, when when flying on aeroplanes was uh, was just something to be savoured rather than to be endured. And uh, that's really what TAP uh, Portugal is, is all about, I think. The, uh, the whole experience from the uh, in-flight service to all the bits and pieces that you got during the course of the flight were all reminiscent of that golden age from the 1970s. It was a, a lovely way to, uh, to fly back. But I also have to say, we managed to do another first for the travel show on that flight because for the first time, we actually recorded an interview on a plane. So let's listen to that. I'm on board a TAP Portugal Airbus A330 and I'm speaking with Captain Rita Barbas. Captain Barbas, thank you for for stepping away from the controls for a couple of minutes and my first question to you has to be, how long have you actually been flying for for TAP Portugal? As
1: a pilot uh, for 21 years.
2: But you started before then, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I did. I did uh, start also in TAP uh, but as a stewardess.
2: So, how did you make the uh, the leap from stewardess to to captain?
1: Well, when I came to work to with TAP uh, as a stewardess, I was already thinking about the pi- piloting the the, mm-hmm. the machines. So, but as I needed the money to do the commercial pilot course, I came work to work as a stewardess, to earn the money, and uh, to fly.
2: And so it was always your dream to actually be at the front of the plane?
1: Yes. I. Uh, the first uh, time I recall of uh, wanting to become a pilot, I was five. And then my parents told me, no, you cannot become a pilot, you're a girl. <laughs> and uh, then I said, OK... Uh, maybe things will change. And I grew up, then uh, we had uh, some Portuguese women that became pilots. And as soon as I knew that, I I was studying to be a veterinarian. I said, I stopped the veterinarian thing. And I said, that's what I want to be.
2: (laughs) And there really is a love affair between the Portuguese people and TAP as
1: an airline, isn't there? It is. It its TAP is definitely inside the Portuguese identity. Thank you, uh, Captain, for for bringing the love back to Canada. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, all the Canadians.
2: It was lovely to meet up with Captain Rita on board the plane. And again, it just brought home to me how important these stopovers are for Canadian visitors.
3: Yes, well, TAP has this great programme, the stopover programme, the Lisbon stopover programme, where... You can fly in, obviously, to other locations in Portugal, um, but even to other uh, locations uh, across uh, the whole network. Europe, Africa, even Asia. So how this works is think of TAP when you're uh, flying, wherever you're flying, um, come in, spend up to three days in Lisbon at no extra cost. And on top of that, TAP has worked with a number of key partners in the hotel industry and shopping centers, uh, tour operators, museums, art galleries, et cetera, to give you a wonderful, and restaurants, (laughs) to give you a wonderful Lisbon experience. Uh, And then you go on on the rest of your trip so it gives you an opportunity you know for a little short uh, getaway to Lisbon and then go on we realise people obviously we want you to come to Portugal we know you travel to other parts of Europe and around the world so think of Lisbon for a couple of days enjoy it and have some fun I'm thinking
2: of uh, doing exactly that when we go to visit our son in Zurich Switzerland absolutely fly into Lisbon enjoy and then off you go to Switzerland now before we we leave you William uh, just want to mention again the fact that you're going to be at the Zuma show in October
3: yes so uh, coming and visit
2: us. That's a great show, a,
3: a lot to see, a lot to do. We'll be there uh, with Portugal, with Visit Portugal, and we'll have some uh, Canadian uh, uh, travel partners as well, all talking about Portugal and different opportunities for you to go over and have some fun and, uh, and actually talk to them right there and,
2: uh, and book your vacation right on the spot. So come and visit us. Sounds like a great idea. William, thank you so much for your uh, insights on how to get it right when we plan and book a vacation to Portugal. And if you want more information, of course, the website is visit.com. Portugal.com. And to get there with Tap Portugal, you can go to flytap.com. And of course, the Travel Show website has tons more information as well. Thank you for listening to the Travel Show this week. We'll be back next Saturday with another travel destination. Until then, bon voyage and cheerio from the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with news and views from the world of travel. The Agents' Choice Awards for 2017 have been announced by Baxter Travel Media. There are many annual awards given out in the travel industry, but what makes these awards particularly interesting is the fact that they are based solely on input from Canadian travel agents, the experts in all things travel. This year, 5,770 agents voted for their favourite travel organisations in a range of different categories. And among the winners were... The best tour operator, Transat. Best traditional airline, Air Canada. Best low-cost airline, WestJet. Best airport, Toronto Pearson in Canada. And Amsterdam Schiphol internationally. Best large cruise line, Royal Caribbean International. Best Canadian city, Vancouver... Best US city, New York, and best international city, Paris. And finally, best winter sunspot was Mexico, winner in this category for the last five years. The Trump sign is no longer on the Trump International Hotel and Tower in downtown Toronto. Workers removed the sign from the 65 story tower last week. U.S. President Donald Trump never owned the building, but the Trump organization ran the hotel and licensed his name to it. The building's owner, JCF Capital, announced a deal last month that would see the U.S. president's name removed from the property. And it's unclear when the name will be changed and the company's website still lists the property as bearing the Trump name. Trump-branded properties, including a recently opened tower in Vancouver, have been the target of protesters angry about the U.S. president's policies. The deal of the week is with TAP Portugal, with whom you can now incorporate a stopover of up to three days in Lisbon at no extra charge when booking flights from Toronto to the Azores, Madeira or the Algarve. With this expansion of its popular stopover programme to Faro in the Algarve, Ponta Delgada and Terceira in the Azores and Funchal or Porto Santo in Madeira, TAP Portugal is making all of its Portuguese destinations available for a visit to Lisbon along the way. Connections are easy with over 30 weekly flights connecting Lisbon to the Azores, eight daily flights to Funchal and five weekly flights to Porto Santo from Portugal's capital city. The Portugal stopover is associated with a network of more than 150 partners who ensure exclusive prices for tap stopover customers for hotels, a free bottle of Portuguese wine in restaurants and free experiences such as tuk-tuk rides and visits to museums, dolphin watching and food tastings, amongst others. This network will now extend to other partners in the Algarve, the Azores, and Madeira regions, so that travelers using the stopover program have access to even more benefits, not only in Lisbon, but at their final destinations as well. Sounds like a pretty comprehensive deal if you're looking to fly to Portugal anytime soon. Go to flytap.com/canada to read more. Next week on the Travel Show, have you ever wondered where the movers and shakers of the travel industry go for their own vacations? what the experts look for in their personal travel experiences. Well, this is your chance to listen in as I sit down with Vivian Vassos, executive editor of Zuma magazine and its resident travel specialist. Vivian regularly visits and reports from destinations right over the world. So do drop in at the com website for the details of this show. And while you're there, check out the Madeira Pinterest board for images of my recent journey there. You can find the link on the Travel Show homepage. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday or Sunday at 11am here on Zuma Radio as we catch up with Zuma Magazine's globetrotter Vivian Vassos here on the Chris Robinson Travel Show.